Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Shows 
are taking their time coming back. If they're coming back, when do they get back to filming and all of that? So that was news, you know, to my ears. I believe there's a lot of shows that are actually starting back tonight as well. Uh, Blackish, uh, Connor, the Connors, and a couple more. But you know, I always have to talk about the ones that I like. So yes, the Chicago series is back, November the 11th. And also for all of my This Is Us fans, they return back next Tuesday. All right. <laughs> It's the little things that make me happy, just like Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Okay, serious business, though. Tomorrow night, the last presidential debate between our, um, I want to say candidate hopeful, but we're just going to put it out there in prayer, our soon-to-be next president, Joe Biden, and current Agent Orange, Donald Trump. So make sure to, you know, for all the undecideds out there, you know, anybody who you know, they are still contemplating, whatever. Just make sure you make an educated decision, okay? Last uh, presidential debate, tomorrow night, 9 p.m., I believe, um, and it will be, I'm sure, broadcast over all of the major networks. But um definitely be watching probably CNN or MSNBC. All right, so y'all make sure that y'all tune in to that uh, tomorrow night. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the rundown. This is a sports show, so let's go ahead and get to it. Are the contenders beginning to separate themselves from the pretenders? NFL Week 6 recap, we will dive into it. Uh, we didn't get a chance to, to talk about it last week, but definitely want, hopefully, hopefully we will. Um, you know, the Boston Celtics, they no longer hold the winning as title because the L.A. Lakers did win the NBA Finals. The World Series is set. Man, uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. Of course, Wednesday, Wikipedia, Lou Sanders lyrics. TJ's Motivational Moment, and oh, so much more. So let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our first break. The breaks tonight, no rhyme, no reason. Just hopefully some feel-good music. Now, you know me, I always have to try to kick it off with something to get me hyped. Not that I really need it, but, you know, it, it can help. But then, you know, just some just some feel-good music. So I hope you guys enjoy it. But we'll go ahead and kick it off with a break. And then we are not loaded with the full roundtable tonight, but the gleesome threesome is in the house. Oh, yeah, your girl is happy. Okay. Yes, I was trying to sing for real, but it didn't come out that way. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the first break, and then the ladies of sports shall return. It's LL Sports 2 with DJ. Let's get it. Girl, he had nerve to have an attitude last night when I called his house. Say what? Uh-huh, and I don't like him anyway, because him and oh, his no. group is conceited, and they no. all souped up on themselves. Not you again. Come on. Come on.
we have to go to to the to the engine that makes this car run. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We are down one tonight. Miss Terry won't be joining us, so y'all make sure that um, make sure you keep her in your prayers. She was traveling, um, going to visit family and everything, so she won't be with us tonight. But the Gleason threesome, hot. We are holding down the fort. So you know what that means. It's Aunt Lou. It's Janelle. It's TJ. Ladies. Hey, ladies. Good evening, good evening. We're back with the original three. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, three. What's going on, Sandy? Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show tonight. Okay, so I had said, you know, I, I, I had said that if it was a peaceful system, I was going to give Janelle the top of the show to do whatever she needs to do, talk, vent, whatever. Janelle, you're brave. Don't make I'm, me cry. Don't don't make me cry. Don't oh, don't make me cry. I'm devastated. I you know am I'm devastated. Oh sorry about the Atlanta break. And let me be honest, because of the whole new format and everything, and I I, I promise I, I apologize because I didn't really keep up on it, but I didn't realize that it was down to the next series was the World Series. For some reason, I thought they still had one more series to go. So when I realized mm-hmm. it was going for the World Series, and that was when when we were on um, last Wednesday, and that was a bad game for the Braves. They were down like you know, like fifteen to two. I think that was the game that they um, that they lost. But I was like, okay, wow, I didn't realize it was time for the World Series. So anyway, Braves came back three to one. They had the series up three one, and then bottom fell out. So Janelle, like I said, the floor is yours. Um, you know, where do the Braves go from here? What is do you think the Braves need? Just whatever you want to talk about. But I do want to say this. The Braves always seem to find themselves in this position. They'll get to the playoffs. They'll do really well or they'll do really well in the regular season to get to the playoffs. But it's like they can't seem to make it back to the World Series. What is it? I I can't even answer that, Tina. I I don't I don't have a clue. I I'm so I'm so outdone right now, and with so many of our key players' future being up in the air, you know, mm-hmm. one of our um, key players, Acuna, uh, we don't even know if he's going to be making it back next season. Uh, it's so much going on right now. I'm just I'm devastated. I just knew we had it. We came up first off. We had started off. Two and oh, and then you know lost that one game that we were we were on the show last week, and then came right. up three one. I said, "There's no way, it is no way we're not going to the World Series." And like you said, the bottom fell out. I, I just I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't, and I can't. This is not a situation where we can you know look at where you can say with like it is with basketball with football. You can say coaching is the issue. I don't have a clue what's going on right now. But they do this to us all the time. They get our hopes up. We we won a division three years in a row, and like you said, we we just cannot seem to get over the hump. I I don't know what's going on, but my heart is broken. I'm yeah. proud of them because they did make it this far, but still, I just I, I need us to get back to the World Series. This is, you know. And this is the hard thing about being an Atlanta fan, period, because all of our teams seem to do this to us. This is- <laughs> no. 
I know. That's why I was just like, I was so heartbroken for you. Like, I haven't even reached out to Tiff yet because I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. Um, you know, I felt, I'm not going to lie to you, I felt so bad because, like I said, when they went down, that, that when they lost that game 15-2 to two or whatever, and then they came back and they won that next game, I was like, okay, the Braves got their hands on straight because that could have easily just, you know, I think Braves of old would have just folded then. But they came back, they won the game. I was like, we won. Oh, they got this. So then I texted and I was like, let's go Braves. And then it was like, dang it, Tina, what? I waited till they made it to the World Series. But, man, that was just. And then in game seven, to be up until the seventh inning. Yes. Yes. And, man, uh yeah, and I, I was talking to my dad last night, and he's not a baseball fan whatsoever. And so the two games, he told me the two games that he watched, um, uh, someone was telling him, you know, that the Braves were really well, and, you know, they won one more series, and they would be going to the, to the World Series. And he's like, okay, well, you know, let me check it out. So the first game he saw was the 15-2 debacle, and then game seven. <laughs> oh, wow. So what, part of me was kind of good because I was so close to me. It was my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy was cursed. But, uh, but no, in all seriousness, it was like, wow, that that hurt me. And I, I know it was, that's why I said it. I'm just going to give Janelle the top of the show. Um, I mean, so at this point, you know, you guys, you guys just changed your, your manager. And it's what, his like third year now with the Braves? Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think it had anything? Uh, I can't even say the shortened season because, you know, who knows how it would have panned out, you know, if it had been a full season. But uh, with right. all of the, the, the key players that you have, their, their contracts are up in the air, what's your biggest concern of, like, who might leave and what is, like, the main thing that, that you want to see to, to hopefully get y'all over that hump? Honestly, my main my main concern is Acuna. That's the and really? the reason being is because he is like he is like the 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 engine that makes the team go. You know what I mean? He he's the, the spice of the team. He's the one that you know when the when the when the chips are down, he's the one that gets everybody rallied up. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's our home run hitter when we can't get one. You know what I mean? He's just and I'm I'm just. I'm floored because I didn't realize that so many contracts were up until we probably got up 3-1 and they were all talking about, you know, the future of the team and what would happen if, you know, when we made it to the World Series, what would happen if, you know, after the series was over, how many of our players are up in the air. So I'm just, I'm floored. I can't complain about the coach, though, because the, the honestly, the coach, we didn't start back, you know, it used to be a time where the Braves will win every year and nobody even cared about it. You know what I mean? Because we are always in the same position every year. And then when we lost the coach and we got this coach, we got, we um, lost our coach. We stopped winning. When this coach came on, we went back to those winning ways. So, you know, I can't complain that the coach isn't doing his job, but something has to happen. Mm -hmm. Something is definitely, something is definitely missing that we can't get over that hump. 
Okay. Because uh, like I said, we went a we went a division we've won a division for the past three, four years and, and we just can't seem to get to the World Series. I just don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. Three four seven, eight six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. We are talking about, you know, uh the Atlanta Braves. You know, for all of you who may be a first-time listener, um, Janelle is a diehard, um, all-Atlanta um, home home team um, supporter. So I definitely wanted to give her the floor at the top of the show. Shout-out to my Uncle John. I see you in the house. Eric, thank you so much for tuning, tuning in. Auntie Kim in the house, thank you so much. Um, Janelle, shot us running. What do you feel about that? Do you feel like the, the base running is? Maybe something that they need to work on, or uh, and when you say base running, Sasha, do you mean that they can't get get people on base, or once they're on base, they don't take advantage of like steals and stuff like that? What do you think she's referring to, Janelle? Honestly, it could be it could be both because they're okay. Like I'm going to give you an example. That that uh, first game that we lost, that fifteen that fifteen three game that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we have a situation where we can get uh, get players on base but can't finish out. Okay. Okay. She said that's where they blew game seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Cool. Yep. That's definitely where we blew game seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so mm. devastated. Yeah. I, yeah. I was crying like a sissy. I just knew we had it. I just knew we had it. Oh my gosh. I, I'm so floored right now. I am. I, I still love my brace, though. That's still that's still my team. Go yeah, brace. I know you. Oh, do. my heart is broken. I know you do. Eric says the Dodgers are playing. Do your show earlier. Well, uh, if it was if it was in a regular season time, Eric, the Dodgers wouldn't be on right now because they would be playing on the West Coast, so it wouldn't be on till about ten o'clock. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you do, kid. Though. Shout out to you, Eric. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, uh, Janelle, well. You know the World Series is on, so uh, do you uh, do you go for the team that that puts you out, or do you not want them to win because they put you out? Are you pulling for anyone in the World Series? Now here's the thing: neither one of those teams are my favorite. But if I have to choose a team, I have to choose the team that put us out. I have to okay. because they the better man won. There, okay. There's nothing else that you can say but the better man won. Okay, good, good for you. Okay. Yeah, I was. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not one of those one of those crazy fans who don't. I, you know, I'm a realistic fan. I, I'm I'm realistic when it comes to my teams. I, and you know that. I, when we doing wrong, we doing wrong, and we definitely did wrong on that. On on especially game seven, we should have had it. We should have had. We to be honest with you. Let's just be clear. We should have had it before game seven. Yeah, you know, true. who who gets up three who gets up three one and then goes down four straight? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. Well, let's see. I don't did it in NBA? They did. No, I'm kidding. Okay, you know what? Here you go. Here you go. I'm kidding. I, 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 I said I wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna rub, rub salt in the wound today. I'm really not. Um, Lou, you I, I really would this? appreciate it. You want to jump in on this place? I thought we moved. Uh, I just want to uh, give my condolences to uh, Janelle for, um, you know, I'm sorry that y'all lost it like that. Uh, it's going to be all right now. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all right. <clears throat> it's going to be all right. 
the Lions, they put a beat down on the Jaguars. You know what? Something told me to go with the Lions. I forgot that they were coming off of their bye. They usually win right after their bye. So, but normally when I pick the Lions, they lose. Anyway, Lions beat the Jaguars 34-16. Uh, this is the Jaguars' fifth straight game, allowing 30-plus points. Washington, they fell to the Giants. This was the battle of the zeros here. But uh, the Giants held on for a one-point victory, beating the Washington team 20-19. Uh, to 19. Uh, The Bengals and the Colts, this was, turned out to be really a good game. Uh, but the Colts, they were able to pull it out, beating the Bengals 31-27. Uh, the Bengals are now winless of their last 17 road games. And Indianapolis, they trailed 21 to nothing. So this ties their second largest comeback in franchise history. Um, I was shocked when they were down 21 nothing. Um, so I don't know, ladies, did y'all get a chance to, to see this game or, or see the highlights of this one? No, I didn't. No? Okay. Um, Philip Rivers. 29 to 44, 371 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. The thing with Phillip Rivers is I'm curious to know if he's going to end the season. I don't know who the Colts' backup quarterback is. I don't know if they still have Kobe Brissett. But Phillip Rivers is beginning to be a liability, and I don't know how long the Colts are going to be willing to take that chance on Phillip Rivers. You know, sometimes – you know, you move to a new scenery, and sometimes it's a fresh start for you, but sometimes you just take those old habits and just move to a different venue. And Philip Rivers, he is good for throwing away some balls. So he's kind of like, a, 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 what's it, James Winston to me. Not maybe as many interceptions as James Winston, but Philip Rivers, he's going to give you at least two or three picks. So we'll just have to see um, how the Colts decide to go because – and I say that because the Colts still have the number one defense in the league. So it's kind of hard when your defense is doing everything that they're supposed to be doing, but the offense continues to keep you on the field with, uh, you know, three and out, so it's, with a lot of turnovers. All right. Um, so then we have the Bears beating the Panthers. Bears 23, Panthers 16. This is the Bears' first 5-1 and one start since 2012. Uh, this was a really good game. Texans and the Titans. Texans lost, though, in overtime, 36-42. Decided to go for two, um, but it didn't pay off. Coach Cornell was saying that the two-point conversion would have put the game out of reach for the Titans. But, again, they didn't catch it, uh, or I'm sorry, they, they didn't execute on it. So um, it allowed for the Tennessee Titans to come back and tie up the game. But a successful point, point after the, the touchdown would have made it an eight-point lead, and that would have meant a 98.3% uh, percentage probability that the Texans still would have won the game if they would have just picked the extra point. Well, sometimes I believe these coaches get inside their head now, and, and, and tell me if you agree with me, ladies. I understand you want to just win the game outright. A lot of times you may know, okay, my defense may not be able to hold up in a in an overtime situation. But there's always that 50-50 point toss. You could get the ball first. Now, in this case, they didn't, and they ended up losing. But do you go with the sure team, or is it better to just, Roll with it and see where the tips may lay. How do, how do y'all feel, ladies? Um, Lou, we'll have you answer first. Well, sometimes you just got to go with what you feel. That's what I think. So just regardless nah. of Pardon me? You got to go with that gut feeling. Is that what mm-hmm. you're asking me? Yeah, I think you, could use it. you need to go with the gut feeling. You have to. Okay. 
All right. Janelle? No, ma'am. Uh, I, I'm one for the short thing. I'm sorry. I'll have to put that one point up and hope my defense do their job. I'm sorry. Right. I can't go with guts. Your guts your gut can get you in a lot of trouble. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Janelle. Give me the sure thing. And, and when we say sure thing, because let's be real, the point after – a lot of kickers have missed that. So we, we can't always That's say that, that the point is a gift. Give me the higher probability. Okay? Unless right, you run exactly. this two-point conversion 37 times, and then on the 38th, now it's going to not decide to work. Okay, I might take those odds. But no, give me the point after, and let, let's go ahead and, and do what we get paid for and hold, hold, the, hold the offense out of the out <laughs> Yes, of indeed. But, yes, indeed. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Had they made the two-point conversion, you know, we wouldn't even probably be asking the question. But, man, that one hurt. I'm not going to lie. And you could even see when when they went into overtime and it was um, uh, Deshaun and um, – I don't I can't remember who came out for the Titans, but it wasn't Tannehill. But anyway, when they won, when the Tennessee Titans won the toss, Deshaun Watson, he just threw up his hands. He was like, oh, man, because he knew. The Titans get the ball first, it's a wrap. Because uh, they weren't going to be able to stop Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry, he now becomes the fourth player with the most games, 200-plus uh, rushing yards, uh, plus two-plus rushing touchdowns since 1950. So he joins, uh, I'm sorry, and the number of games is now three. So he joins Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, and LaDainian Thompson. What uh, company he does keep. And yeah, I, I didn't know if y'all realized this. But Derrick Henry is a man amongst the boys. He is a running back at. <laughs> yeah, because usually they be short. You yeah. usually don't see him too far above 5'9". Five 5'9", nine. Five nine, I give like, well, yeah, 5'9". Yeah, you're right. They, do look, they sometimes do look a little small on TV. But I'm thinking more like 5'6", honestly. Most of the running backs, you know, look at um, <laughs> Edward Taylor, but he's, I know, our running back, most of he's Casey, but well, yeah, he's probably about five nine, five ten. Um, some little rascals in there, but he is three two forty seven. No wonder can't nobody stop him. That's illegal. That is, he is a powerhouse. <laughs> That's a grown man out there running that ball, though. But shout out to you, Derrick Henry, because you are definitely fun to watch. Three four seven eight six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. All right, then we had uh, the Ravens beating the Eagles by two points. It was another two-point conversion, uh, but the Eagles had to do it in order to try to, to tie it up. But uh, Eagles 28, Ravens 30. For the Ravens, this is their 29th straight game with 20-plus points. That's the second longest streak ever for Wentz. I mean, he did all that he could do. Uh, outside of Wentz, suiting up to be a quarterback and a receiver, and the running back, can't put him on the O-line. But other than him doing that, I feel for, for Wentz. I mean, cause he, lost two more key, <laughs> he lost two more key players in this game on Sunday. Um, but they still managed to stay in the game. Uh, so shout out, shout out to, the, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Jets uh, put a goose egg up uh, on Sunday. Dolphins beat them 24 to nothing. <laughs> Uh, this is their third time being shut out in the last four seasons, and that's tied for the most in the NFL. Will the Jets win a game? I think 
think that's going to be the question of the of the year. And if they don't, I don't care. But yeah. Oh, hey, oh wrong. Tina. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, okay, that was that was that was too bad, too much, too hard. Yeah, too that was way too much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I had some animosity for that New York uh, field. You know, I lost four or five people out in Battle Land. <laughs> you know, I really don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I really don't care. Dogs, it looks like they have a new sheriff in town, uh, two attack of Viola. Um, he is now going to be starting uh, when the when the Miami Dolphins take the field. They are on a bye this week, but um, he will be um, being the starter when they come back. And his NFL uh, full start will be against the LA Rams. So we'll have to see how that goes for for the Miami Dolphins. But um, he came in on the final play of that you know that that uh, goose egg right there. So they felt like it's time to move on. All right. The game of the week, the one that I was really looking forward to, or one of the games, Packers fell to the Buccaneers 38-10. Lady, Packers are, are just excellent bucks. What was the I, I question? It's breaking up. What's the question? Oh, I said, was it was it just bad Packers or was it excellent Buccaneers? It was bad Packers. Yeah. I'm sorry. It it was bad Packers. Packers were not playing to the level that they that they usually play at. Not nothing against the Bucks because you know I, I appreciate the fact that the Bucks have been trying to do their thing this year, but no, that was a bad Packers situation. Yeah, I I totally agree with Janelle on that one. I expected more. Okay. Shout out to Dan. I see you in the house. Sandwich. That's my former boss, Marquise. Thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. If I've missed y'all, I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, but if if I missed y'all, hello. Thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. Really, ladies. Okay. Well, the Packers they led ten nothing in the first quarter. Um, now Rogers, this is his second uh, second career game with zero pass touchdowns, and it was his first pick six. I think in like what six years, six seven years. Um, I, I'm going to have to tip my hat to the Buccaneers. You know, I, I truly believe that the Bucks really watched film over this past week, talking about, you know, just the, the mental mistakes that, that everyone across the board was making, you know, for Tom Brady to actually on the last play of the drive not to know what down it was. Um, I, I think that they went in and and had a – Extreme focus on, listen, we are going to go out there and play Buccaneers ball, what everybody has been expecting us to play. Not that, you know, they're basing their um, play on, on outside, you know, noise. But I do think that they saw what – I think they paid attention to what they saw on film because those mental lapses of error that they had uh, last week, that was absolutely ridiculous. All those false starts and, um, you know, those penalties on the offensive side of the ball. And they played a – Flawless game, zero penalties coming from the from the Buccaneers side. Uh, for the defense, to get two kicks on Rodgers and one for a pick six. I think and it see, was that's tremendous Buccaneers. No, 
Because Rogers yeah. is not one to throw picks like that. He's not one. He, he's not one like you could say, uh, like we were just talking about a Jameis Winston. You know for a fact when he get out on the field, somebody from the other team is going to get that ball. At one point or another, the defense is going gonna, is gonna to pick it up. Aaron Rodgers does not throw like that. He is right. not. I don't know what was in his head uh, this past Sunday, but he is not He is not one to throw like that. That's why I love to watch him because it, they can be down. And the boys, I mean, he, he's one who, like we talk about, threads the needle. He just... I don't know what was going on with him. I don't know what was going on with him. Yeah. Well, yes, he's, 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 he's usually on it when he's throwing. He's on, on, the, mm-hmm. on, the, on, the, on the on the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, the first pick, the guy just jumped out. Can't stand him, but he what You know, he up in front of the, the wide receiver and took it took it back to the house to pick. And then the second one, it was – I felt it more it was a wide receiver because he didn't – it was a catchable ball, but what did it – I think it went off of his shoulder or something, and then the defender was able to, you know, catch it out of the air. But, okay, I mean, I, I totally understand where y'all coming from. I, yeah, I just – I think it was just flawless luck in the play, though. I think they were on a mission because they weren't there. But whatever it was, Packers look bad. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> so, shout out to Tom Brady. At the age of 43, I mean, he is. And then to see Gronk get back in the offense, you know, they were just getting on all cylinders on Sunday. So, shout out to the Buccaneers. Um, wish I would have been. I don't know why you didn't Well, you didn't even uh, vote for your team. I, I'm just a little disappointed in you. Well, we're going to get to that. We, we, hold okay. on. Hold on, Kim Osabi. Jumping the we, gun. We, we I mean, okay. You didn't think Garoppolo was coming back, did you? We, we, hold on, Kim Osabi. All right, so real quick here, we got the Monday uh, Monday night games. We have the Chiefs going against the Bills. The Bills, are they who we thought they were? Because they have been in MIA for the last two weeks. Uh, Bills fell to the Chiefs, though, 26-17. Mahomes, he is the fastest quarterback to 90 passing touchdowns now. But he just passed um, uh, Dan Marino. Marino got to 90 pass touchdowns in 40 games. Patrick Mahomes has now done it in a mere 37 games. And just, uh, wow, that dog on running back, Edward Hilaire, 26 rushes, 161 yards. If the weather is bad, just give it to the back. And now the Kansas City Chiefs have added Le'Veon Bell to their stable. This is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Now, Ridiculous. Who but, gets 245 yards rushing, Tina? Tell me who. Can't who? Yeah. But at least they've been beaten. We we know that they, you know, they're not invincible. You just have to do your homework. Right. You know, just got to know what you're doing. That's all. Right. Exactly. And execute. And execute. Um, but for the Monday Night Football game, Cardinals over the Cowboys, 38-10, to 10, and the Cowboys are just self-imploding. Good news, though, shout-out to Dak Prescott, because I hope this gets him the money that he deserves. But yeah. I'm gonna post, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break, and then, ladies, uh, we're going to post a question, and, of course, we're going to get our team right to break. It is roll call time. Janelle, Janelle. And now. Hey, Lou, what say you? 
Aunt Lou say she's in the house. Yes, all day long. And he's around in that triple threat. We're going to jump to a quick break, and we will be right back in SLF for Two with the lady.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. The triple threat, the Gleason threesome in the house, Aunt Lou, Janelle, and TJ. A little Vesta for y'all tonight. Sweet, sweet love. Yeah. Oh, these are goodies. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's go ahead. We're going to jump back to we were doing a uh, week six NFL recap. And we had got to the Monday night football game, uh, Cardinals over the Cowboys, 38-10. to 10. Uh, For the Cardinals, uh, most points scored by a team to complete 10 passes or fewer since 2013. Kyler Murray was only 9 of 24, 188 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, also had 74 rushing yards and a touchdown. But for the Cowboys, um, Elliott, 12 rushes for 49 yards. He did have eight receptions for 31 yards, but also had career high. Um, I'm sorry, he, had, he now has a career high four fumbles lost through six games, and the opponents have scored on all four of his turnovers. The Cowboys have allowed the most points through six games uh, with 218 points, and they are first to they are the first. I'm sorry to lead the division with a losing record through week six since the merger. Um, so, and now it's being reports that the players are coming out saying that uh, the, the players are saying that the coaches uh, do not have them prepared, um, that the coaches don't know what they're doing, um, just that the leadership is not there, and just so on and so forth. So, you know, ladies, the, the question I want to pose, is this just a revelation of how important uh, Dak Prescott means to that team? And then, you know, I talked about it briefly before the before the break. You know, will this ensure that Dak now gets his money from the Dallas Cowboys? Um, hey, Lou, we'll have you go first. I would hope that he gets his money. Well, he was asking for too much, wasn't he? Got his no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't he was asking for too much. He wanted lesser uh, time on his contract. He wanted four years versus five. Oh, okay. Well, because uh, they did lose this way. Um, I really don't know. I would just say that um, maybe he, he sh- they should pay him, you know, and give him and cut off, cut that one year off. But um, it's obvious they don't know what they're doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you, you don't leave somebody open like that. You know, well, uh, what is it? A contract un, un- uh, resolved. Or mm-hmm. you know, you just you shouldn't you just shouldn't do that. But um, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, their their eyes are being opened. I would hope, and they realize uh, what they have. You know. Right. Okay. Janelle. It's my hope that they give him his money, but I honestly feel like they're going to use this injury against him. Wait, say that one more time. I said it's my hope that they would give him what he's due. Um, because in all honesty, a, a year is not a big difference. But the thing is, I think they're going to try to use this injury against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, in all honesty, I would like for Dak to want to go to a different team. I mean, if the if Dallas really after one game of his absence, that's, he's not a savior. I mean, they, they shouldn't be falling apart like this with with absence of, of him in one game. But it just seems like they just have a lot of a lot of internal issues 
And I can start from the top. Very strong. Yeah, it's division going on for sure. You, you know, know how the thing about it is, though, Tina, we've been talking about this for years. If, if Jerry Jones has always been the problem with them. Exactly. And he's never going. He's not going to fire himself. So why would you want to come back to that circus? That's a circus. And what is wrong with Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, he can't hold on the ball. He's rem- he remind me of um, uh, remember the Titans. That's terrible. Petey, Petey, me, Petey. <laughs> TJ, stop it. What is wrong with you? Oh, it's just Wednesday night. You better stay off that bottle. You really need to. What, you know what? Uh, I can't do it. Dasani is my best friend. What you say? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I was talking about the milk bottle. I don't know what she's talking about, Janine. I was talking about the baby bottle. I'm <laughs> damn near 50. What kind of baby bottle I'm going to be on? Hey, Lou? Now, where, now, where are you going? I can't do it. I can't do it. Y'all clowning tonight. <laughs> oh, I love it. But no, but seriously. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, he does, you know, and they were talking um, in uh, Monday Night Football, you know, is it like, is it beginning to be mental with Ezekiel? Because let's be real, he was fumbling the ball prior to Dak Prescott getting injured. But now it seems like, okay, has he just put on – you know, because he was saying that now, you know, he's the face of the franchise or not the face of the franchise, but now, you know, the team, he needs to put the team on his back so that, you know, they can still go and try to accomplish their goals with, with Dak Prescott being out. But if this is what pressure looks like for him, it's, it's not producing no diamonds. It is producing coal. And he might need to rethink what uh, what type of, you know, position he want to hold uh, putting all that pressure on himself. I'm just saying. True story. True story. But he looks bad. He really does. And, I mean, the team as a whole, they look bad. Just bringing in Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, his first year, he he just looks like he has no control uh, over the situation. Um, you know, because the coach, and he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, I mean, has he been out of out of the league that long? Uh, has time just kind of passed him by? Time keep on slipping, slipping, slipping. Um, but... <laughs> I keep on tripping, tripping, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a good look. And, and even with all that being said, they play the division. And I think this is what, this goes back to what we were talking about, you know, Janelle, how you should at least have to have a winning record to be in the playoffs. Right. Right. Let alone host a, a, a playoff game. I mean, if if the, whoever comes out of the uh, NFC East, if they do not possess a winning record, there's just no reason why they should be hosting a playoff game. That is not a reward for – I mean, that ain't even – if you can't even have a winning record, that's below mediocrity. You're wasting everybody's time. But I don't know. I'm just over – I actually love it because I hate the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, they can keep going on in this downward spiral forever, uh, for all I care. I just want Dak Prescott to be. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my 
Butterfingers, Jared Jones being everything is clearly a problem. Yes, it definitely is. And like I say, he's not going to to fire himself. Uh, he's the owner, the GM, the president, the uh, I don't know. It's probably the financial, the CFO. Um, they don't tell him what Jerry don't. Oh do, my God! They are moving in the wrong direction. All right. Well, let's talk about winners. Let's talk about winners. The Falcons beat the Vikings 40 to 23. I mean, they put it. As they did. All you need is a new voice in the locker room. Janelle, talk, talk, talk about the game on Sunday. What, 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 what <laughs> was it like? Um, what did you like and then what did you love? Um. I like the fact that we won. I'd appreciate it if we could continue to do that. But I'm I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not one of those fans that I hold a candle to us winning this one game. You understand? I told you before, I, I told you before, we talked about this last week, I have no faith that this coach is going to be able to turn things around for us. I know that, you know, sometimes it takes a different horse in the stable. I get that. Mm-hmm. But... I, I just until he shows me. Let us let us get to let us get to five hundred and then I'll 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 back him. Let us win the next four games straight and then I'll back him. Okay, all right. Because we got a we got a, we got a tough we got a tough lineup ahead of us. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. Um, well, let me ask you this though: Did you not do do you not think you saw a different team out there on Sunday? Oh, I definitely, I definitely did. They looked a little bit more, um, a little bit more uh, concentrated on look, what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. I think they looked focused. Yeah, focused. That's what they they did. They looked focused. That mm-hmm. that that was one thing that I did love. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not putting all my horses and and I mean all my uh, apples in one cart right now. I just can't do it because. Right. If he was that good of a coach, then the Bucks would have never let him go. Okay. Did you ride, did you ride a horse, Janelle? Yeah, actually, I do. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Um, well, you know, Janelle, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, though. It's like, you know, okay, I'm not going to get too high with this one win. Um and Raheem Morris, I can understand, you know, if if he was successful, then why did Tampa Bay let him go? But, you know, sometimes the personnel isn't what you need or maybe, you know, your strengths aren't to the personnel's strengths. Um, Raheem Morris, I don't think he got a fair shot in Tampa Bay. I really don't. Because uh, I don't think he was able to bring in or implement the team that he really wanted. Nor was he. I think you know he inherited the players, so he and he wasn't there long enough to get the people who he wanted, you know, for I guess his style of play. So maybe this roster suits him a little bit better. Again, it's only one game, um, but I okay. You know, let me let me pose a question to you then. Mm -hmm. Let let me pose a question to you then. If that's the case. He's been our defensive coordinator this whole time that we are now one and five. 
What's right. been the problem with the defense? What's been the problem with the defense? What's been the problem with the defense? I would most say where I'm going with this. Yeah, I, I do. I do because like he still, he's been there. So you know, if um, why do they all of a sudden want to play now, or what's what's different? Because you know he, he he's physically been there, um, and I I get that. Um, but he's not the coach either. So you never know what's going on behind the scenes. He could be wanting to implement things and Dan Quinn be like, no, I don't want to do that. Or let's tweak it a bit. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You know, but that team looked different on Sunday. They looked focused. They looked um, determined. And, you know, it was a running joke. I ain't going to lie to you. When they started scoring in the beginning, we were like, okay, what's the second half? Because this is what they do. They get up. Do really well right. First. Right. Second half, okay, it's right. all downhill. But the second half well, came you know, and I'm so kept trifling. Mm-hmm. I'm so trifling. I promise you, we were. It was a five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I was still like, "Yeah, they could still lose this game." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what you thought. I mean, because that's what that's what first comes to your head because that's what they've done. But they look different. Yes. They play different. It's like they finished yeah. the plays. They had. They still had the energy in the second half and. I think um, implementing and getting Julio involved throughout the whole game. Yes. I think that, that said something. You know, Julio was like, wait a minute. I hear everybody talking about D-Hop and um, who else is out there? Uh, OBJ and, you know, all these other receivers. Hold on now. I'm still here. <laughs> so, right, right. So, yeah, I, I, it's me. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, you have the Lions coming in town this week. Um, I think that's going to be a good test. You'll be back home, um, you know, and we'll see. You know, was it a one-off, or do they go back to getting like the day Or, you know, like I said, a new sheriff in town. Might be some new expectations. Might be some new um, uh, consequences. So, one thing we know, only time will tell, though. I agree. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Miss Lav D, I see you. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Reside in the house. Michael A in the house. Thank you so much. Uh, Michael A says, if the winner of the NFC leads goes to the playoffs, oh, it's a lot, goes to the playoffs, they should be forced to relinquish the right to host a home playoff game. They would still be recognized as division champions, but the number five seed in the NFC who would have a winning record should get to host that home playoff game and force the NFC least winner to play on the road. I have no problem with that. And neither do I. I agree 100%. Yep. Totally agree. Shout out to you, Michael A. All right. And uh, we know that the Seahawks, they were on a bye this week. And so now I have a public service announcement. (laughs) I apologize. Believe me, I do. I apologize. <laughs> I had no faith in you. Uh, because after that diabolical and embarrassment against the Miami Dolphins, I didn't know what was going on in that locker room. And they had pulled uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, so I figured he was still hurt. I didn't know if he was going to be back. I didn't know if the morale of the team was down. I didn't know what was going on with the coaching staff. I didn't know. But that game against the Miami Dolphins was embarrassing. 
and we were at home once again. We were all and free at home. You know, don't play. I don't care if there's no fans. And you know, I still can't get that out of my head. Week one, when somebody even tried to bring up the fans not being there, it was kind of, sound like it was kind of an excuse. And I'm like, no, you ain't gonna sit up and talk about that. Cause nobody has fans, so you need to get that out of your head. But uh, that game against the Miami Dolphins really, it, it, I felt some kind of way. And so, yeah, I had no faith that my team was going to come out there and uh, win. That's all I'm going to say. I am so happy that they proved me wrong. I will say it again. I apologize. And they have showed me their heart. They have showed me their character. And they have showed me that that was just maybe just a lap. You know, maybe it was just that week and they just couldn't get up. But we had just lost to the Eagles. You know, and that wasn't a good loss, but, you know, it was a loss. I was okay. We lost. But, again, that, that loss to Miami did something to me. And uh, I, I did. I had no faith. So, ain't lose. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if that answers your no question or, you know, because you are right. I did not pick the 49ers to win. But I'm so glad. I'm going to talk about I just want to say something. And y'all going to talk about me switching and jumping up and not supporting my team. Even when we lose, I'm still voting for the Seahawks. Do you hear me? If we lose. Mm-hmm. That's a diehard. You know, talk about ain't Lou. And I ain't even been in this sports as long as you girls. Shame okay, on you. No, no, no. Shame on you. No, 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 no. We can't talk about ain't Lou because... You are, you have you have done the flip flop before, so we cannot <laughs> use you. We will use me. We will use me because even when my team is losing, I'm still voting my team. Right. We, we, that's what we will do. Right. Yes, Kenny, you should be ashamed of yourself because she told you last week that you were supposed to go with your team. She didn't want me to do that. Cause she wanted me to lose. She ain't lose. She she thinks it's slick. Okay. And another no, thing you is, you didn't lose, TJ. You didn't lose. I did lose. Jan- Janelle will go against the Saints knowing that that the Saints are going to win just because she don't like the team. That's a fortitude right there, okay? Crazy fortitude, (laughs) fortitude. Okay, crazy. Crack, crack, crack. But you ought to be ashamed of yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Did she just call me crazy? Let me me just say this in closing. (laughs) I got off the, the team completely. Now, flip-flopping doesn't mean if I go for my team one week and then I don't go for them the next week. See, one thing is I am a competitor at at my core, and I do not like to lose. So, therefore, (laughs) that is where I differ from Janelle. You're correct. If I think my team is going to lose, I'm not going to pick them just for the sake of picking them because that means I can lose the picks for that week. And if I lose the picks for that week, that means I could potentially lose the picks overall. And that TJ is not wanting to do. And A. Lou is coming up on you. I was down, what, five games now? I'm just three games behind you. Huh? What you say? Exactly. <laughs> Kill me. Oh, okay. Now that's why I really wish I would have picked. But the, the, um, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not just going to pick my team if I do believe that they're going to lose. Because I never, you know, I never think we're going to go to 17 and up. You know, so this was one game that I thought we were going to lose. And, and I was wrong. Mm. I would yeah. have you know that somebody needs to be supportive of the Falcons, so I don't care. I'm always going to choose my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just I 
Keep hope alive. Can you say L for loser? Oh. First she called me crazy. Now she didn't call me a loser. I can't do her tonight. Your team, your team. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, so that wraps up. Oh, I don't even think I talked about my about the game, though. Sunday night football, 49ers over the Rams, 24-16. That is the Rams' third straight loss uh, versus my Niners. And uh, for Garoppolo, he was 23 of 33, 268 yards, three touchdowns. We got Kittle back involved. Um, we did lose Mozart, so we have lost our running back again. Um, he left with a high ankle sprain injury, so he is expected to go on IR um, but George Kittle, seven receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown. And Debo Samuel and Ayuk both had a receiving touchdown each. So, shout out to my 49ers. I just, you know, I, I just have to see that that drive. Don't just give up on it. I, and that's what I saw the week before. And, you know. So, so TJ, like Kittle, TJ Kittle is injured again? No, Mostert is injured. Are running oh, back. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't scare me like that. Yeah, you. Anybody else? But, yeah, when NFL week six recap. So, let's see, this week, um, one of the schedule changes that um, have been affected, um, the L.A. Chargers uh, versus the Jaguars game, their game, um, so this week is week seven. So they moved their week eight game to week seven. So now the Jaguars and the Chargers will be playing this week versus playing next week. That was one of the key changes uh, due to the COVID-19 situation that's going to take place this week. Um, some NFL news and notes, as I just mentioned, uh, my coach Shanahan, he said that our running back, Raheem Mostert, um, is likely going on IR as well as our center, Ben Garland. He has a calf injury. Uh, for the Chiefs um, on Friday, we mentioned it earlier, they signed running back Le'Veon Bell to a one-year deal. Um, he did have to go through five days of virus testing, which is why he was not available for the Monday night. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the Monday night game versus the Bills. And the Chiefs they are going to host his former team, the New York, New York Jets, in Week Eight. Uh, but some bad news for the Chiefs: their wide receiver Sammy Watkins. He's going to miss some time due to a hamstring injury, and they're saying that he should be missing a couple of weeks. Uh, for the Eagles, they should have Deshaun Jackson back this week. The Eagles take on the Giants on Thursday night. But as I mentioned earlier, the Eagles did lose two more Sunday, losing tight end Zach Ertz to an ankle injury. He's expected to miss three to four weeks. And then their running back, Miles Sanders, he's expected to uh, miss the game this Thursday with a knee injury. And for the Steelers, sad news for them, they have lost their linebacker, Devin Bush. Uh, he had a torn ACL, so he is out for the rest of the season. Um, Ravens, their running back, Mark Ingram, suffered a ankle injury. He's expected after the bye for the Tennessee Titans. Um, they lost their uh, left tackle, Taylor Lewan. Uh, he's now out with a torn ACL. He's going to miss the remainder of the season. And I believe there was one more. That might be it. Um, But, yeah, ladies, just that injury bug still, and it's not just, you know, well, I mean, it is. Some are high ankle sprains, some are calf injuries, hamstrings. But, but, you know, but the league is still 
you know, battling those torn ACLs and having key players out, um, you know, missing the remainder of the season. So just um, sad news for that, you know. You just hate to see anybody go out, but to have to miss the remainder of the season, that's just that's just um, that's always hard to take. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So, um, ladies, uh, just your thoughts on the Miami Dolphins. You know, Matt uh, Fitzpatrick. They are, I believe, they're three and three. The, the Miami Dolphins, and they are. Okay, and they've been playing, you know, some pretty good ball with with Fitzpatrick behind center. So, you know, any thoughts on them going ahead with their rookie and throwing in um, Tagovailoa uh, when they come back after their bye next week? I'd like to see them try it just to see how it works out. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I could either way is fine with me. Yeah, I'm just um, – the timing of it, I, I guess, is, is why I'm kind of suspect because, like I said, Fitzpatrick has been, been doing really good, um, who only came in for one play in the game on Sunday, and now you're going to throw him in against the Rams with uh, the leading, you know, pass rusher in the league. So, okay, we'll see. Are you not the same person who just told me sometimes it, it takes different blood? Well, yeah, but I mean, does it make sense to put your rookie quarterback out there when you're facing the the leading pass rusher in the league? When you could wait, okay. This is true, but look what happened. Look what happened with uh, Mahomes when he was the rookie. You never know. You never know, Tina. That's true. That's true. So we'll see. We'll see. It's only going to go one or two ways, really good or really bad. We, you know, either he <laughs> takes off and flies, we're going to see Fitzpatrick back in a couple of weeks. So, hey, you know, <laughs> shout out to the Miami Dolphins for keeping it interesting. But um, but for the Tennessee Titans, um, they the NFLPA, they did investigate, you know, because remember Tennessee had that, what, 24 cases of COVID uh, hit their organization. And so the NFL and the NFLPA, they did an, invest, an independent investigation to see where was the lap. You know, was it because they weren't following protocol? Was it just personal, just, you know, irresponsibility? But they're saying that the team um, probably will not, um, you know, they won't face any severe discipline. No forfeitures, no loss of draft picks um, or individual discipline, but they probably will face a fine. The team will face a fine um, after they completed their review of the team's COVID-19 outbreak. So, looks like they will get off um, on that, not having to to have any forfeitures because that would hurt the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are five and zero, and the way that they've been playing some some football, mm, you can't. I think they are separating themselves as a contender. Would you agree, ladies? Of yes. course, yes, yeah, they really are. This is yeah. this is definitely going to be a really good game for them. This is going to be, this is going to be a test because the Steelers are also playing some good ball right now. So, and how many how many injuries does the Steelers have, and how many does the Titans? Chief Jay, mm, as far as injuries, uh, main people, main players. 
Well, they're kind of even now because the Titans, they just lost their uh, premier on the offensive line, left tackle, and then on the defensive side for the Steelers, they lost their linebacker, and they're both out for the season. So as far as he plays, I'm pretty sure they have more injuries and, you know, so forth like that, Nicks and, Nicks and Bruce, whatever. But as far as he um, out for the season injuries, they're both even, one on offense, one on defense. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Go ahead. Hey, Lou, were you saying something? Yeah, I say that's going to be a doozy. That game is going to be a doozy this week. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. All right, ladies, so with that, we're going to jump into a quick break, and then on the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time for the batter in the land when her pen hits that pad. And Karen said, bring on Ain't Lou's lyrics, and we will be bringing them on right after the break. It's LL Sports.
Four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. And I know you see the clock on the wall, and it tells you that it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is. It is now time for Lucinda's list. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us? Good evening, ladies. Love Sports Two. Well, week six was a doozy. It left me a little woozy. While the number one Seahawks were on a bye, the 49ers and the Falcons refused to die. They said, I believe I can fly. The Falcons handsomely defeated the Vikings 40-23. to This boosted their morale and ended their losing spree. Scoring 10 points in each quarter, they proved that they were the best sporters. Matt Ryan was 30 for 40 with 371 yards and four touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns were made by Julio in Vikings Town. And then those 49ers spanked the Rams 24 to 16 with their Rapala returning to the scene. They led the entire game. They were hot as a burning flame, leaving the defeated Vikings to say, say their name. Garoppolo, 23 for 33 with 268 yards and three touchdowns, told those Rams, we don't want you around. DJ, I'm so disappointed in you. Not supporting your team means you're not true. Congratulations, ladies, on your team's victory. I hope it continues as they try to make history. Or will they be crushed by the Seahawks dynasty? Oh, I there you go. Yeah. 
No, she didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, and, and I'm so glad you brought that back up, Aunt Lou, so that I could uh, so that I could share some some wisdom and knowledge with you. Uh, one of my fellow 49 uh, faithful alum, you know, diehards, she says, and I quote, Shasha, oh, I would have made the same pick. A pick is not your heart. It's just who you believe will win. Thank you so much, Shasha. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, some people just don't know. Thank you. I know. It's over your head, Julie. You, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> it is over her head because why she acting like her team is the only one that hasn't lost the game this season? Well, it's only three of us. It's, it's only three of us, Janelle. Three of us are 5 and all, okay? I'm aware of that. So it's three num three teams in number one. Three teams are in number first place right now. So I'm calling okay. that. Oh, there you go. There you, you go. Recognize. There you go. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I recognize you don't. <laughs> I love it. Three four seven eight dynasty. No. Well, a dynasty. I'm I'm making it a football dynasty because you know when dynasty you have the rulers and everything. They are ruling right now. They're ruling. Okay, but a dynasty, dynasty is considered more it. than just one season. Let's just be clear on that. Well, well, I had to have something to rhyme with history and all that. You know, you gotta let me flow as I flow. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna let that ride because I figured it was you know it was all in the alliteration of the literacy of the lyrical. Come on, baby. <laughs> Break it down. Ah. Uh, no. So you just gonna let her keep slamming our faces in the mud, let her have it. That's what you're saying. Okay. All right. Well, no, okay. she she talks good about us, you know. It's um I figured that that's probably the only thing that, you know, she thought she could find a rhyme with, you know, what she was trying by calling a dynasty. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let her have it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I give her that. But then, you know, when she when she continues after the lyrics and try to give us that flam flam, now we have to shut it down then, you know. No we left so long. All right. Eight four seven, eight six, seven, nine, two, four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Uh, real quick before we jump up off of football, um, the Saints, they will be playing at home. Um, there was a possible a uh, move for the New Orleans Saints for them to be playing in Baton Rouge at the LSU uh, Coliseum so that they could have fans in attendance. But the uh, team, New Orleans Saints, and the mayor of New Orleans, uh, Latoya Cantrell, they have come to an agreement, and they are doing a phase and a deliberate pilot approach. So this Sunday they will be having 3,000 fans in attendance. Um, hopefully over the next two home games they can up that to 6,000. And then by uh, December, they are hoping to give it like a 20, 25% fan um, um, base and uh, have 15,000 uh, available fans to be able to the fans available to come to the game um, in December, going through you know the playoffs and so forth. So shout out to them for being able to come to an agreement because I know it's got to be hard for you know the teams who can't have fans, and then they go on the road, and then, you know, those home teams have fans. So um, one thing I, I would like for them to do is try to make it as consistent um, 
um, you know, as they can, but with everybody being safe. All right. So with that, I definitely want to get to some basketball here before we uh, get to our pick. We didn't get really a chance to uh, talk about it, but shout-out to the L.A. Lakers. Uh, Janelle mentioned it in her shout-out last week. L.A. Lakers for winning their 17th title. They now um, tied with the Boston Celtics uh, with 17 titles. So, um, you know, ladies, did y'all have any thoughts about or want to comment anything about the Lakers winning? Yes, I would like to. I'm glad they won. West Coast, West Coast, West Coast. But you know I was hoping for the Clippers, but, you know, it didn't happen. Uh, It didn't happen. But, um... I'm proud of them. They they pulled together as a team. You know, they're trees. So you know, these are we talk, we got the towers here. I mean, who's going to really beat these towers? These are big boys. But um, they they pulled together as a team, supported one another, and you know, in the midst of COVID and all this other stuff that's going on in the world, I'm really proud of them. my hat goes off. You know, I am in California. I mean, in LA County. Um, so I really, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, just you never know what's going to be happening from year to year. You know, right. this was a, a, a really trying year for everyone. Right. right. Okay, Janelle. TJ, I have a question for you. Mhm. Do you feel as though there's an asterisk on this win for them? You know, if I'm being totally honest, um, I think nobody's going to see this championship as a regular championship. I mean, it's just how it is. Uh, but to put an asterisk beside it, I think that would be disrespectful because it's no fault of their own. So I'm going. I'm going to consider it a legitimate championship because if you think about it, yeah, they didn't have the travel, they didn't have the fans. Um, you know, they, but they still had to deal with injuries. And I don't know what it's like to be confined to a certain area with only a certain, um, you know, with very strict restrictions. And I'm talking about from their food to who they can have visiting to probably, you know, I know that they were in resorts and everything, but you can only see the same scenery for so long. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So all of the challenges that came in with being in that bubble, I, I can only imagine. So, yeah, where, where they didn't have to travel and so forth, um, not having the fans there, they did have to overcome some obstacles. And for that, everybody had to do it. They were all in the same position. So I'm going to say no. I don't see it as an asterisk. Okay. What do you think? Okay. What do you I think? Agree. I, I I agree 100%. I agree. I feel like there were, although there were uh, things that they had to overcome that they wouldn't have had to overcome in the regular season, there are mm-hmm. still things that um, they had to overcome in order to get where they got. Um, right. it, basketball is basketball, regardless to whether you're, you know, um, playing with fans or not, you're playing mm-hmm. against a team who wants it just as bad as you do in most cases, so... Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I can't give it an asterisk because I, I consider this to be a true championship for them. But, you know, it it, it definitely will have um, – it, it definitely will have a footnote to say the least. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it, it's going to be known as a, as a different, you know, they acquired it in a, in a different time or different circumstances, I should say. But but yeah, you know, and just to get up the energy. I mean, I know they get paid a lot of money and everything, but to get up the energy and the just the competition. You know, I think once the once the games start going and the juice gets flowing, that competition is probably not as hard. But that has to be hard to be playing in a in a gymnasium or, or uh, no, they were in like what a conference center with no fans. Right. At least so in the right. playoffs, the family was there, but it's nothing like being in a packed arena, you know. Um, but yeah, they they had to they had some obstacles to overcome. So I I they fully make, give credit for being champions. Mm-hmm. They made adjustments. Exactly. Exactly. Because everybody couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody couldn't do it. See, they folded. Yes, they did. I might have to talk to them. Yeah. But that, yeah. Ask the question, though, Janelle. Ask the question. Um, well, hey, Lou, your team has a new captain at the head. Uh, the Clippers, they signed Tyron Lou to a five-year deal. Uh, we know that Ty Lou won the N- uh, NBA championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 2016. Um, also led the Cavaliers to the finals three years in a row when he was with Cleveland. So um, what are your thoughts on, on the team hiring Tyler? Uh, they got rid of Doc. I don't really have too much to say on that one. I, you know, I don't even know if they're going to keep our guys because I think isn't um, George, I don't know if George's contract is up, but I think Kawhi's is coming up pretty soon. So, you know, they might have a whole different face up in that place. Mm-hmm. You never know. But um, <clears throat> I, I don't know, you know, I don't really know him like that. We won in 2016. That was four years ago. <laughs> so. But he does have a, he does have a championship on his belt, though. So, so. Yeah. can't take it from him. Um, and he seems to be a good uh, a, a player's coach. Uh-huh. Seems that 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 players really enjoy playing for him and they respect, you know, his his um, I don't say authority, but his, his leadership. Yeah, his his leadership, his experience, you know, everything that he brings, you know, to the game. So I think it's a very good pick. I am curious to see, like you said, though, the longevity of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Oh, George. More importantly, right. I'm curious to see if Paul George, I don't know if, it, if he stays um, or if he does stay, if he's going to rise to the level that we keep expecting of him. You know, it's mm-hmm. like something's going on with Paul George. He needs to get it together. Yeah, he he uh, he kind of he hurt him a little bit there. Kawhi kind of did what he could, but I really believe that Kawhi was playing injured. He just wasn't telling anyone. He just, mm. just looking on his face. It just seems like he was in a lot of pain, and he just wasn't, you know, because cause I guess they tell him, you know, if they injured, then they don't want him on the on the court. And so he's not just going to tell them. He's going to try to be out there for his team. But I think mm-hmm. George could have stepped it up more, you know, than than what he did. And yeah. some of the other ones, you know, could have. Because okay. really it, it, it takes a team. If, look, at, look at LeBron. LeBron didn't have to work too hard. Because he, he, had, he had his supporters there, you know. I mean, between him and AD and PP and OO and SS and PP, it was about six of them. And they all just kind of pulled each other, you know, they kind of, uh, when one was, was, was you know, wasn't doing that well that night, then someone else would step it up, you know. But yeah, but in that, 
about game, game six, LeBron put that team on his shoulders. He said, I'm about to tie this. He yeah, when he took it in game six, though, TJ, but those other games, he could, he was kind of chilling there. But, you know, I don't think they was thinking it was going to go to game six like that. They figured they had just, that it was, it was, uh, it was clinch. You know, we, we got this, we got this. But, um, but, but yeah, he just, he just so wanted to end it. it in six on the stand because you don't want to go to seven because you might lose it in seven. You know, and that's what right. I was thinking they were going to. But um, the thing about Miss Lucinda, you got to remember LeBron is a is a player. He 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 likes to get his team involved. He's not one who you know just wants to wants to put the team on his back and carry his team to the to the championship. He just does it when he feels like he has no choice. Now there were players like Rajon Rondo who stepped up when he didn't have to. So I mean, if right. you got players on your team that you know for a fact that can step up like that, then why would you? But 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 when he was in the West, when I'm sorry, when he was in the East, he he was like it was it was it was his his he was like a what's he the didn't point? have a choice then. He right, and what I'm just saying, he didn't it's like how we always talk about how how uh, Michael Jordan didn't have what he needed before um, Scotty Pippen got there, before that before that core team got there. You can't a, one person cannot win a basketball game. But Thanks. you have that one person who has that kind of drive that, you know, if it comes down to it, and, and LeBron happens to be one of those people. It, and when he was in the East, he didn't have a choice. He did not have a surrounding uh, 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 surrounding characters to help him to get where he needed to be. He just didn't have it. You're right. You're and right. They, con- they, con- they continued to count on love, and love was not doing what he was supposed to do. He was he was picking shoes nice when he wanted to play. He just didn't have it then. So yeah, he had to put the team on his back. Yeah, but um, it's you know, like I said, I just, I just think that uh, you know, when you got a team like that, and and you know, and and, they, and you got so many that can step it up, it's just it's easier for you. That's the way the um the Golden State Warriors was at one point. You know what I mean? It just wasn't the twins. But uh, you know, Iguodala is over there. He's gone. I miss my boy. He's gone. Yeah, the one thing with LeBron, he is, I think his, his natural reaction is to be a facilitator first. Uh, no matter how much people may want him to take over a game or to have that, just, he does have the killer instinct. I, I believe now he has finally added that to his repertoire. But his first instinct is to be a facilitator and to make sure that everybody else gets involved and, and does what they need to do before he, you know, gets that mindset that, okay, now it's time for me to step it up. But I just think he came, that he he just came out with that mindset like okay it's it's us against the world and I'm about to take us to the promised land like you said mm-hmm. ain't little, they ain't even gonna try to get to a game seven because anything can happen so I think yeah. he's able to and mentally pick and choose when he wants to come out and be you know just dominating King James but for the most part right. his his natural instinct is to be a facilitator first right yeah. And that's a good leader because you you know when you when you're training them them up and you see their weaknesses and stuff and you can help them be strong in areas where they're weak and encourage yeah, or them. You, or you can use it as a, a way to fall on the sword and be like, well, I mean, not that not that he says that you know the team didn't come through, but I think in his mind he got off a lot earlier in his career. You know, back in the Miami days, I should say when he first went to Miami, there was a way for him to get out of being the man or, or being responsible for having that last shot or putting the team on his back. I think it was a way for him to kind of ease out of that role. But now 
if you want to, like I said, if you want to be the king, then you need to wear the crown at all times. Mm-hmm. So I think he's matured in, in that, that sense for this game. But, all right, ladies. Well, you know what time it is. You know that, what time it is. Oh, Lord, where to go? There's no doubt to go. Now, overall totals, uh, Janelle is rounding us out in the fourth spot, 735. A. Lewis in third at 6129. All right. I thought I was in second place. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Terry's in third. Don't you dare. A. Lewis second, 6129. And your girl is holding on by the cynic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three game lead. All right, y'all. Let's go. Jump, jump, jump to it. Thursday. <laughs> Come right, on, jukebox, Judy. Giant <laughs> eagles. Who y'all have? Oh Lord, these four teams. Yeah, they one five, one four on them. I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the Giants because um, you said there's injuries on the Eagles side. Miss Lucinda, I just want to tell you that I can't even tell you how many games it's been, but every time the the Eagles play the Giants, they win. So I'm going with the Eagles. (laughs) Okay. Terry is rolling with the Eagles as well, and uh, Aunt Lou, you are on an island by yourself. I am rolling with the Eagles. Well, I want to change it. I'm going to go with the, I'll go with the Eagles. Titans. I, I won't be surprised if the Steelers pull it off, though, but I'm going with the Titans. That's going to be a really good game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I got the Steelers checked, but then I had a question mark by the Titans. What, what you going with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. All right, so that's uh, 50-50. Terry and Snell are rolling with the Titans, and Lou and I are rolling with the Steelers. Bill Curtin. All right, then we have Another NFC East matchup. Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys, too. Yeah, this is about a little worse. Yeah. There's a clean sweep. I we know all it. Rolling with the Cowboys. Washington doesn't show me nothing. All right. Then we have the Bills at the Jets. Bills. Bills. Okay, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Bills. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention at the top teams that are on the bye, uh, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Ravens. 
All right. Sweet. We are rolling with the Bills. And then we have the Panthers at the Saints. I know Janelle's got the Panthers. Thank Saints you. Saints. All right. So the rest of the ladies are rolling with the Saints. All right. Then this will be a good one. We have the Packers at the Texas. Uh-oh. Oh, Packers. I'm going with the Packers. Yeah, I think they're going to bounce back. But the Texans, man, they really got a good squad. I hope they win this. But, yeah, I think the Packers are going to pull it off as well. They just they have a better team. All right, so we're all rolling with the Packers. All right, then we have the Browns at the Bengals. Oh, Browns. That's going to be a good one. Why you say poor Browns? Did they get another injury or something? Baker Mayfield is so up. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, I better go with the Bengals. I better go with the Bengals because initially I had chosen the Browns. Uh, who's and over there? Wrestling with the... That would be Miss Lucinda. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean Peanuts. I'm sorry. Okay. So you going with the with the Bengals or the Browns? I'm going to go with the the, the, the Bengals. Okay. No, I'm going to go with the Browns. Okay. Janelle? Okay. She cannot get it together tonight for nothing. Um, oh, this is tough. I know. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. That was my first mind. Yeah, but Janelle? see... Tina, is Mayfield, is he out for the game? Do you know? Who? Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield. Oh, I just said Mayfield. No, he's playing. That's why they pulled him in the okay, third quarter. Okay, then I'm going to go for the, okay, then I'm going to go for the Browns. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Browns, too. I picked the Browns defense over the uh, Bengals offense. Uh, Terry's going with the Bengals. All right, so we got three minutes to get, ready, get through the rest of these, y'all. All right, we got the Lions at the Falcons. Uh, Lions. Okay. Yeah, I know Janelle's going with the Falcons. All right, I'm going to roll with the Falcons one more time. So I'm by myself with the Lions, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with the Falcons. All right, then we have four o'clock games. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Seahawks. Seahawks. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Hawks. Then you got the Jaguars at the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I'm going Chargers, too. All right. That's another clean sweep. We're all rolling with the Chargers. All right. Then we got the 49ers at the Patriots. 49ers. 49ers. All right. Now they're okay. Yeah, I think we're going to take this, too. Uh, Terry has the Patriots, but I'm rolling with my Niners. And then we got this divisional game, Chiefs at the Broncos. Chiefs. The Chiefs. All right, that's a clean sweep. Then we got the Sunday night game, Bucks at the Raiders. The Bucks. Bucks. Okay. Um, clean sweep. We all rolling with the Bucks. And then Monday night, Bears at the Rams. This is going to be a good game. It is. I'm going to go with the, the Bears. Yeah, I'm... Mm. Those Rams lost to y'all, TJ. I think 
think the bears can take it. I can hear you a lot at reference. <laughs> I say the bears. I'm sorry. The bears. The bears. I mean, the Rams lost to you guys, but I think the bears should take it. Okay. Even though they're not at home. Okay. Bye. I'm. I'm gonna go with the Rams because they are at home. Okay. Terry's rolling with the Bears, so that's St. Lou and Terry, and I'm rolling with the home team. I'm going with the Rams. Okay. All right, ladies. That is a, a wrap. That's our pick, and that's the show. Time for your shout-out. We'll start with you, Janelle. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Terry and let her know she was missed tonight. Wish her safe travels home. Miss um, Lucinda. Uh, your your lyrics were were good tonight. Uh, although you you're a little bit out of control tonight. I don't know what's going on with you and Tina. I I don't know, Tina. I'm just you have floored me at least three times tonight. So I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> I just I'm just stunned and amazed. But it makes for a good show, and you know I love you dearly. So, and I can't wait till till we get to see you on the national platform. That's when I can't wait. For. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Hey, Lou. I just want to say, Miss Terry, I miss you. I love you. Uh, come back next week. Now, you're here. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my, my my sister, Renee. Her birthday is going to be the 25th, which is, I think, it's Sunday. Happy 58th birthday. Renee, I love you. Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> and Jennifer. Uh, <clears throat> Janelle, I'm just so glad you're back with us. You know what I mean? I, I was cross ten oceans and swim. I can't even swim, but I'll swim <laughs> the, the, the the sea just to have you in the midst of us. Okay, so I'm so I'm just thankful that you're with us, and uh, you're just giggling. I love it. Um, I I thank God for you, and um, and I just. I know I don't know what's gonna happen in it, you know, down the road, but I just, I just, I'm loving, loving being with your girls, right, right about now. TJ, 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 my traitor niece. Oh, oh no. <laughs> he's in the Middle East. Uh, you know I love you. I thank God for you, and I'm looking forward to you on the national uh, stage, national uh, stage, like Janelle said. Um, and I just know that uh, God has some great things for you. You just keep on serving him and putting him first and doing what you do like no one else can do, and keep singing and keep on just laughing and giggling because that's a good thing. Laughter is good medicine. And that's it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I wanted to say um, – Marlon, wherever you are, come on back now. We want to hear from you. Okay. Yes, yes. All right, ladies. I love you. I love you, and I love you. That's, that's all I can say. We love we'll you right back. back. Yes, we do. 8 p.m. All right. Until then, y'all be blessed. You too. Goodbye. Right. Bye, ladies. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies on LL Sports 2, the triple threat, the Gleason Threesome in the house. All right, so Wednesday, Wikipedia for October 21st, 1976, the Philadelphia 76ers, they purchased the rights for Julius Irving from the New Jersey Nets. All right, that's your Wednesday, Wikipedia. For tonight, 
and birthdays that are celebrated for today. Judge Judy Shineland, she turned 78, and the uh, ex-lover of Kanye, Amber Rose, turns 37, and the current lover of Kim of Kanye, Kim Kardashian, she turns 40. That's a current lover because we don't never know if Kim is leaving Kanye from week to week. All right, shout out. Happy birthday, y'all. <laughs> All right, so that is the birthdays. Um, Don't forget to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to each and every one of you who have tuned into the show tonight. Kevin says, even though the Dodgers knocked off my Braves, I still want them to win because they got cheated by Houston and Magic is part owner. Yeah, I think that's a lot of of why the people didn't want uh, the Houston Astros to make it to the World Series, too, so, you know. But they played a good good series, so shout out to them. But uh, game two is on tonight. I'm not going to tell the, the score just in case if anybody's taping it. Plus, I can't see it. Hello. <laughs> All right, y'all. So don't forget, tomorrow night, the last presidential debate. Please, whatever you do, just make sure that you are making an educated decision. Decision. What is that? A decision. Okay. Just um, make sure that you know why you're voting for who you're voting for, okay? And please vote right. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, now let's get to it. <laughs> Shout out to our main fan, uh, Mr. Silicon Valley, Marlon A. Lou, just uh, rep- represented him, shouted him out. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers, those Chambers brothers. Shout out again to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. I mean, each week she does a phenomenal job, and I just I wish there were more adjectives that I could could find to describe just what it is that she brings, you know, to the show with those lyrics because that is not. I mean, I could say it's not easy because it's not easy for me, and I don't think it's easy for the majority of the people out there. And I think that's why they enjoy it so much because of the content that she's able to put in a lyrical form. It is it absolutely amazes me each and every week, and I thank you, and I'm so proud um, for her to be my auntie, and just uh, again thankful that you know she um, blesses us with her talent each and every week. Um, always prepared and just again a phenomenal job. So I thank you, Aunt Lou. Um, once again, just a, a outstanding job. And shout-out to Janelle, uh, again, rounding out the triple threat tonight. Uh, we definitely we missed her, you know, through during that time. And any time, you know, anyone is missing from the show, they are, they are, their presence is missed because every one of them, each one of them brings something different. And the conversation, you know, their thoughts, um, the debates. So whenever anyone is missing it, it's definitely a void. But, um, you know, it was it was. It was a hole, you know, that couldn't be filled those weeks when Janelle was missing. So I always love to see, you know, those numbers in the um, in the in the room when uh, the, when the beginning of the show starts. And again, traveling grace to Terry. We missed her, and just pray all is well with her family, and that she will be joining us again next week. All right. And again, um, just shout out to those ladies. I love you. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Shout out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I just love these, these those men. These men. I don't want to say past tense, um, but I love them and I thank them for their support of me and everything that I do. And last but by no means least, to the lady, the woman, the inspiration. 
I can't find enough words in the dictionary. <laughs> but uh, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything that you do for me, for LL Sports too, um, the sacrifice, the the support, the unwilling always coming up with ideas, thinking of something new, thinking out the box. I just am so thankful and so grateful to have you in my corner and to have you as my mother. And I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join us, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call. So that leaves us tonight with only one more thing, TJ's Motivational Moment. And tonight, um, I'm just coming off the cuff because I just saw former President uh, Barack Obama speak in Philadelphia, and it just reminded me of what we used to have and hopefully what we can get back to. You know, I know probably everybody has had that one boss, you know, where things you know, you're used to a certain way, you've been been at the company or you've been doing things for a certain way, and then all of a sudden you get a new boss or somebody new comes in. And, you know, the first thing that they always want to do, it seems like, is to put their stamp on it. You know, they got to put their, you know, put their touch on it. Things could be working just fine, nothing wrong. Policy, everything, the company's working just, nothing needs to be implemented, but they just have to put their stamp on it to let the world know that they are here now. And I just feel like that's where we're at now. And so, you know, by putting, you know, Agent Orange putting his stamp on the world, we all see where we're at now. And we cannot continue down this path. And I don't think that this tiger is going to change his stripes. So, therefore, we must make our voices heard. Um, But with that being said, you know, I do believe that there is hope. I do believe that there there are brighter days ahead. and we just have to keep the faith. We have to know and believe and trust that God is still in control. And I just have to give a shout-out once again to Reverend Rodney McFarland, Jr. of the Mount Ali Baptist Church in New York, uh, because he said something on Sunday that I thought was just so profound, and I have to share. We all talk about power the different powers that people may hold or the powers that we may want to see, you know. um, But regardless of whatever power it is you are trying to obtain, whatever you are trying to achieve, there is no and there is only one power that truly counts and that truly matters. And so I say this, black power, white power, uh, we we all strive for financial power. Um, There's, you know, communist power, the governmental power, Um, law enforcement power, the executive power, legislative power, but you put all those together and they do not combine and they cannot touch the one who has all power. God's power is abundant and over anything that you may ever think or want or desire. So always remember, God's power can and will reign supreme. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next week, be good to others, be good to yourselves, and most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.